Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Those Guys You Hate mini sesh. Tyler, what's up, player? What's up, man? Not much, man. Just back here. A hectic week, as they all are, mm-hmm. and uh, we're in here doing our thing. We're running a little bit late, but you know what, Tyler? I forgive us. You know what I mean? And forgive me, my throat is a little sore. I did like seven presentations yesterday for our other job, Whoa! and I'm dead on the inside. I hope you handed out those guys you hate business cards. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing that we ever say on this show that would affect me professionally in any way that I can imagine. (laughs) So this week, Tyler, we are going to be talking about a story that involves both of us. You don't know what's coming, and I love that. Before we delve into it, I want to start here. What is America, dare I say, the world's obsession with celebrities? What do you think that is? I've often, or excuse me, I've oft wondered this myself. Uh, I don't know what it is. It's almost, no, excuse me. It is exactly like what happens with Queen Elizabeth and the royal family, how everybody here in America loses their effing minds when a marriage comes around. I genuinely don't understand it. I, I actually don't know. I, uh, I'm big into royal memorabilia, and I just very recently got Prince Albert's signature title. <laughs> Signature on my bosom. <laughs> Actually, it was about 25 years ago. I don't know how you're going to frame that. Was it with a pen? <laughs> but I digress. Um, it, is it there an element to it almost like, and as you were saying that, this is where my mind went, we'll go full stream of consciousness. The way that football, the NFL, keeps everybody in, invested because your team is never totally out of it. You always have this hope. They're great at manufacturing hope. Is celebrity this idea that, hey, this could be you. Look at this. Look at this charmed life. Even though we have no idea what is going on behind fill-in celebrity on Instagram's life here, they're living this charmed life, and this could be you. Your life could, you know, you could go to Starbucks and be spotted, and you could be Kylie Jenner or whoever is popular at this point. Absolutely. It's like we talk about with social media where everybody's a star, everybody's on a stage. Especially us. And you watch a highlight reel of people's lives sure. and these people, the celebrities are are the the epitome of that. Where everything you see, it's always huge, it's always big, it's yep. always loud and we have been trained uh, unconsciously that that's what we want, and that is the highest of the high in terms of that feeling. And I'm saying Kanye West looks like he's having fun, doesn't he? <laughs> that's I mean, that, that looks great. That's the highest of the high with a just a just a a touch of mental illness. I, I'm telling you that the muscles on my face that I use to smile are tired, and I want to go the <laughs> Kanye West route, just like dangling weights from my cheeks, Tyler. Yeah, but now he puts himself in a position where he can't be caught smiling anymore. He I know. Always has to I know. be serious. I know. It's like one of those East. Island statues. You know what I mean? It's got to be exhausting. I know you guys are partying when we take off. (laughs) So here's the deal. (laughs) I know you're smiling when I'm gone. Toy Story 5. (laughs) So here's the thing, Tyler. Um, Also, and then I'm just going to throw this in for just the tinfoil hat audience out there that I I hope we're attracting a lot of. I also believe there is an element of, hey, everybody watch these celebrities over here, watch these Kardashians, even watch these Trumps and these Bidens. Who are also celebrities. Just Biden our time to while the real things are happening over here you guys here play with this toy while you know walmart makes all the decisions for me Mm -hmm. like the kyle rittenhouse uh trial was going on and not that that trial is not important but it 
caught the attention of an entire nation while simultaneously Ghislaine Maxwell is on trial who could maybe point fingers at some very powerful people and we're all wrapped up in this bullshit. Ghislaine who's well? <laughs> who's that? <laughs> That doesn't sound important. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So here's the thing, she was Tyler. Diddling children, Ryan. Was she? Di- I guess she was diddling children, but she- I thought she was more the conduit to the diddler. Whatever. <laughs> it's basically like being a drug dealer. We're gonna assume you do it. Yeah, and it sounds like a pretty badass Batman character, doesn't it? The diddler. <laughs> Okay, Batman, Batman, all the enemies we've gotten together, we've decided we're going to take the night off, go after that guy. We can't let him roam free. Robin, Robin, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) Diddle me this. So here's... (laughs) No, Batman, you ruined it. (laughs) Uh, You know what? The yellow shorts, I knew it. So here's the thing. Uh, All of those things to be said, I am going to ask you this, and this is something I've considered over a very long period of time. I grew up with my buddy, Tommy. Hello, Tommy. Love you, buddy. And he always would talk about his role models. He loved Dwayne Wade. He loved Tony Hawk. He loved... LeBron, I forget exactly who it was. That's fine. Yeah, we get it. And he would tell you, I look up to these people. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think a lot of people feel that way. Who Hmm. do you look up to, Tyler? Do you have a celebrity crush psychological edition? Uh, No, uh, I don't want to hear about your dirty, you know, Mila Jovovich fantasies from fifth grade, Tyler. Yeah. She almost kept me straight, Ryan. She she was pulling on the other side, and she was almost strong enough. Keep up the good work, Mila. (laughs) You know, I was talking about those moments that you have where you realize your sexuality. I was talking about the fifth element last night, and I was talking about the crying video with Alicia Silverstone and Liv Tyler. Uh, I saw that, and I'm like, I like that. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Origin story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Told you I'm not gay. <laughs> Forgive me for derailing you. I'm being rude. That's okay. Um, I was just having this conversation yesterday, and I am a firm believer of we, oh, and I want to be careful, but I I guess I kind of mean this, we shouldn't really have role models or heroes. I think that there are traits in people that we should absolutely aspire to, but I don't want to be anybody else. I want to be Tyler that- Lies. uh, Well, yeah, not now, but that's the objective. (laughs) Not today, but soon, very soon. I want to want to be Tyler. Sure. Very nice. And thank you. So you have nobody that comes to mind. Who's at the top of that food chain? I, I, I mean, I, I would say uh, John Stewart, for me, he always looks at things objectively, rationally. Uh, I would I mean. I remember you watched that show religiously. Religiously. The Daily show. Yep. yep. Uh, and, and I mean, obviously, you could pick figures like Nelson Mandela, who literally went to prison for 30 years. Well, he's, okay, now you're just making sense. That's, that's what I'm saying. Wait, I mean. Is, is I said, Nelson I pick, Mandela, you're I, really. Do you know what you want me to pick? <laughs> Carrot Top? Okay, but here's the deal. <laughs> What for me? You know, Garrett Top has a brother named Garrett. Garrett Top. So here's the thing, Tyler. I, if you were to ask me that, and obviously I'm the one asking the question, so I already know my answer. I've thought and about judging it. my answers. Sure, sure. I did really beat you up on that, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Political prisoner of those guys you hate. Were you? Hey, we're going to see this on the video. Where, did you almost call Nelson Mandela a blowhard because I used him as an example? No, I just thought <laughs> you're just like uh, Princess Diana, uh, Mother Teresa, and oh. Gandhi. I heard Mother Teresa was a bitch. Oh, dude, come on. And they're just, it's a smear campaign. So here's the thing, Tyler. If you were to ask me that. The one person, and I agree exactly with what you said. It is their mentality. This person, I am, I would genuinely say I look up to this person and their thought process, and I think you might agree with me, and that is 
Dan Lebitard. Yeah, absolutely. This is a person who I, I'm sure a lot of people who hear us reference it all the time have no idea who Dan Lebitard is. Mm-hmm. And who he is, is he is a journalist for the Miami Herald, has been for 30 plus years, started a podcast. You and I listened to it religiously over mm-hmm. the last decade plus. Well, and they had their own radio show. They did live radio, but since that's pretty much a dying medium. What? They switched over to. What? Yeah, no, Ryan, people are leaving AM radio. What? Why didn't they write about that in the paper? I'll go get it out of the bushes. Um, so here's the thing. I want to talk about why, I guess just really quickly, why I look up to him so much. And I want to talk about the time that you and I met him. So mm. here is the thing. The, met him. The reason, that I, the reason that I really like him a lot is... I think he's very open-minded, and I think that he is very caring, at least in his public persona. Like you said, you never actually know someone, but at least what I have absorbed from the other side of media, he does have a lot of the characteristics that I aspire to. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Fairness, objectivity, like you said, for Jon Stewart? Absolutely. I think that while you never truly know somebody, and I think you could say that about anybody, yep. uh, when you listen to somebody for 10 years, for 15 years, while you don't know them personally, you get to know them. You can't, it's, it's very, very difficult to fake who you really are over the course of that amount of time. Especially in that medium, because yeah. it's not a sitcom where you're playing Al Bundy mm-hmm. and you have scripted lines. It is talking for, 20 minutes at a time, stream of consciousness stuff, personality stuff. You know what I mean? Very good point. And the last thing I'm going to throw out there is when I was burgeoning into the idea of meditation, he had on Russell Simmons, who I believe has been Me Too since. Oh, uh, Me Too'd hard. Has he? Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. if you want to be Me Too hard. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. he was like, he like kept a girl against her will in the back of his car. And, but who's to say what Will is? You know what I mean? We're getting into a murky. No, no, no. Let me out. You're not going anywhere. What if she said, no, don't let me out? That could be very confusing. No, don't stop. You know what I mean? You're changing the words. That's why punctuation (laughs) is always important, ladies and gentlemen. Use your commas. So he had him come into, uh, excuse me, he had him on for an interview talking about his book called Success Through Stillness. I read it, started meditating, the rest is history. And I remember him, I actually remember that interview, and I remember that being one of the very first introductions into the idea of meditation. Sure. I wouldn't meditate for a while, but that actually gave me the analogy of how the brain works and all that kind and of And it's just bouncing around in there, and you may act on it at some point, you may not, but at mm-hmm. least it's been introduced. So I will tell the story very quickly before we talk about the time we met him. Uh, I will tell the story of they were having a show get-together over at a place by mom's house. So I decided, I forget who I was with, and I went over there, and they had a big group of people. They were nowhere close to as popular as they are now. No, no, this was that you, if I remember correctly, it was at a restaurant's bar. Yes, but it basically took up the whole, it was a sports bar restaurant. Agreed. Which took up the whole restaurant. I'm just saying if they did that now, they'd take up the the block. It'd be an arena. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So Because they went on from local success here to a very successful ESPN show, then left ESPN with lots of controversy and took so much of their audience with them. You know what I mean? Well, they got booted out and the audience followed. Well, they got booted out. Anyway, I digress. So- Looking at you, ESPN! So I am there, and what do you think I did in that circumstance, Tyler? What do you think that my move was? 
Well, I'm sure, especially knowing you back then, I'm sure you walked right up to him. You looked him right in the eye and you said, hey, man, I respect you. And I just wanted you to know that. You nailed it. Uh, the only thing you missed is I spit on my palm. He spit on his. And we just, we fucking, we, we jerked each other. But, but hand, hand version. You know what I mean? That's, I I, that's, I set that up poorly. That's what jerking each other no, you're is. Right. Hand, Take yeah. off your pants and jacket. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, so we... How did we wind up here? I did nothing. I did nothing. I hid in the corner, and I didn't say a mother bleeping word to him. Did you just uh, leer at him from across See, the room? Yes, <laughs> yes. I hid behind a, co- a column. Whispering to yourself, I'm such a big fan. Oh, I'm such a big fan. <laughs> All I want is a lock of your hair. <laughs> I just feel like a douche like going up, and and maybe now it would be different, but I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, if somebody's out having dinner, don't go up to, to them and bother them. They're literally there at an event for their fans. If they're ever going to do it, that is it. My confidence is just a shield <laughs> against my, my my fear, Tyler. No, None I, of it is real, and except the fear. That's very real. <laughs> and I don't. And I don't uh, blame you. Now, and I. What told, if he didn't like my shoes, Tyler? I, <laughs> Did you see that guy's shoes? What a what fucking idiot. jackass. That and that is, and that's the thing. They talk about on their show how it's like, man, it's awkward when people walk sure. up to us and all that. So you know that they don't like it. So of course, there is a certain adrenaline feeling to that experience. And I was happy with with the experience that I had. I had dinner, they were there. It was cool. You know what I mean? It wasn't a I, I actually didn't even want to go. Somebody made me go. So anyway, nonetheless. <laughs> so to wrap this thing up, you and I actually have spoken to Dan Lebetard, which is, uh, I'm saying for me, and I can't speak for you, I know how big of a Nelson Mandela fan you are, so he may be at the top of your pyramid, Tyler. I didn't get to talk to him before he left us. Love you, dog. Is Nelson Mandela dead? I think he just passed away last year. Really? Yeah. I th- how about that? Oh, boy. So, at one point, I am dating a woman who works in... I don't even know what the occupation is called. She puts on big-time parties for corporations. She's an event planner. She's an event planner. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. I, I, if I could be totally honest, I have no clue. I don't remember. Sorry about that. Mm. But I do so know. She's a wedding planner for big corporations. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if that was actually her title, but who cares? It doesn't matter for, to this part of the story. So she would always be with a lot of the upper echelons of South Florida. Sure. They were always doing fundraisers and getting together. Yeah, you know, having a little champagne, probably Drinking baby's blood somewhere in that bitch? Yeah. I mean, do you think, like, how nurses smuggle IV bags out of the hospital to use later at home? Do you think they could smuggle some of those vials out? Maybe, like, test a little youth Uh, on myself? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll do some sort of an investigative report, see how many babies we can get. Mm. But so she was at a place where Dan Lebetard was, okay? She knew that I was a huge fan I listened, I guess we all have, just incessantly around whoever's there. She she actually knew a little bit of the show just by being around me. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. So all of a sudden, you and I are at our mom's house. We're having a big party. Don't remember what the big party was. And, and I think what's necessary for the punchline of this show is this. The nature of the show, while being in-depth in a lot of the things that we described, it is very jocular. It is a big group of friends all joking around. As a matter of fact, I would say it's the inspiration for this show, and it's not even close, right? Absolutely. I mean, we're just ripping that show off in a much worse version. Probably shut this off and go listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was born of two inebriated brothers saying, hey, we say say goofy shit, 
let's say that on a microphone. Mm -hmm. And then when we realized, hey, this is what we want to do, we use them as kind of like a foundation sure. uh, copy and paste sort of thing. People having fun. And uh, they're doing it about sports. We're doing it in our own way, hopefully. About our wieners, right? About, about yeah. It's really way too much. Really, on our part. I'm really coming to terms. <laughs> it's still coming. We got to figure that out. We got to figure that out. <laughs> There's a part of me that doesn't want to. I don't know that we can, Tyler. So she is at this. She is at this event. Tyler and I are at our own party, and I receive a FaceTime from her. Now here's the deal: we had brought the ping pong table inside the house, mm -hmm. so I'm in there and I am just crushing. I am just blowing through people left and right. That's right, baby. We're above financial average means. That's we exactly got ping right. pong table. Ever heard a foosball bit? <laughs> we don't have a. No, we don't. We should get one though. So the phone rings. I'm in the middle of just knocking people down left and right. I don't pick up. So all of a sudden I get a text, you better call me back right now. Mm. And I'm frustrated. I'm sure I've imbibed some alcoholic beverages. I'm just like, what the fuck, you know? Pick up my phone. I FaceTime her back. Hate FaceTime. I like generally speaking, hate FaceTime. FaceTime her back. There is Dan Lebetard, Tyler. Yeah. There on the other side of the phone is the celebrity I, I, I look up to more than any. You are actually missing a part of this story. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, that's okay. Where she actually called you, you were playing ping pong, you missed the phone call. It took you about 10 minutes, give or take. I was crushing To Tyler. get back, <laughs> you had mentioned that, uh -huh. to get back to the phone and call her back. And when you did, he was gone. Oh, good not, point. Not left the building, but just she couldn't, she, he was like the man of the hour almost. You're exactly right. He could, she couldn't get a hold of him. And then maybe five minutes later, where we were defeated, especially you. Oh man, and you you're, were you were you're better at this than I am. You Tyler. were defeated, and you were just like, man, I, I, it was a missed opportunity. Sure, it was a missed opportunity. Okay, and that thank you for doing that. No, that, that's that, okay. That puts the period on the end of the sentence. We're so upset. There, all of a sudden, we see FaceTime from this woman. I call Tyler over. We pick it up, and because of the nature of the show, because of the personality of he and all the people surrounding him. His only words to us were, while looking into the screen, was, Tyler, you messed up. No, you blew it. Oh, you blew it. You oh. blew it. So Tyler and I are now on the other side of the FaceTime talking to this guy that I frigging love like a family member. Yeah. And we're just going, we blew it. Yeah, we blew it. We blew it. He's like, you blew it. Yeah. Sorry about that. And we said, we blew it. We're like, we love you. And he's like, hey, thank you so much. And that was the end of the call. And Tyler and I ended up having the conversation that couldn't have happened any better. For the for the spirit of the show, how they celebrate their F-ups just like we do here, it couldn't have happened any better. What else would we have said to him? Hey, we really like your interviews, and we think you're so smart, and you got me into meditation. Hey, you blew it. Mm -hmm. Is about as perfect as that could have gone for me personally. Absolutely. I And just a little extra detail on the story you got the phone call back five minutes ago where he was waiting. You were in the kitchen. I was on the couch in the living room. You call to me. I run over, get next to you, and what do I find? Barely any room for my face oh, in the yeah. screen. I big-bodied you. I was pushing against Ryan's face yeah. with my face, just trying to get a quarter of it in there to say, hey, Avatar, this is Tyler. Yeah. We were we were Siamese twins for about 30 minutes after that call <laughs> through osmosis. Uh, so anyway, just to wrap it up, we met our hero. We were not disappointed in him. He was disappointed in us. Which is how I 
saw it happening. It couldn't happen any other way. We're just disappointing, Tyler. You reminded me of that story just now. That, yeah. What a great moment that was. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and I'm slowly mm. filtering through some of these little moments where I don't know that that warrants its own mini sesh, but we can have these little conversations around some other things. We could talk about celebrity. We can talk about just all these little things that lead up to it and have a good time. Sure. Know? And the person listening to this, to the person watching this, you chose to be here. So, I mean, if you didn't want to listen, you wouldn't choose this. If you didn't want this, you wouldn't wear that. You know, it's just cause and effect. Baby. And if you don't like it. Go suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a motherfucking dick. Suck a dick, suck My a name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Well, red circle across the board anyway. All right. Sounds great, Tyler. Sounds... My energy's all fucked up. Welcome to those guys you hate. My name is Ryan Menendez. My energy is all fucked up, and energy's not even real, so I should be fine. Am I right with that, Tyler? Well, it's actually pretty impressive, the fact that you've taken this thing that's not real and weaponized it against yourself. I've let it ruin my day. Yeah. Uh, countless days in a row. Do, does the standard person believe in energy, any form of energy? Like, uh, when well, you say I mean, it isolated we, like that, you sound like a bozo. Well, we run on energy. Our bodies are produce electricity. So Liberal we, media. Li <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's science. Psychotropic <laughs> drug media. Yeah, from centrifugal force to the electricity in our brains, there is uh, energy all around us at all times. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I guess when you say that, it takes energy to get your... Fat American ass off the couch. <laughs> Are you talking about my specific fat American ass? You have a thin American ass. <laughs> I do. Which is shocking. For your, You should have a, a, a kindergarten teacher's ass, Tyler. You should have secretary spread for all. No, what? If, if, the, if the universe was fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, I sit on my... My rump, my muffin top bed. <laughs> it's got that nice little wait, pillow top on top. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think that's a different thing. I lay down in my... Fupa sleeping bag. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Tyler, uh, here at this little, what do we call this? The pregame mm -hmm. on a mini sesh. I like to use it to some degree as the depression index because everything we do is an actual cry for help. Is there any way that we could, we could revive that conversation we were having maybe an hour ago? Could we catch any of that lightning in a bottle, Tyler? Uh, you'll have to remind me of said energy in conversation. You and I were just talking, and, and I think people would find this interesting, or not, what do I know, mm -hmm. that the conversations that you and I have off air, very often they're wacky and they're goofy, but I would say even more often than that, they're serious. Well, I think the seriousness and the wacky uh, aspects of it don't really matter in terms of the way we have a conversation because we can say things serious in a wacky way and we could say things that are joking and wacky in a serious way You're so right. i don't think the uh, the way in which we say it really means much yeah i do agree with that but it is just you and i have very man i'm sure a lot of people would not want to be around our conversations because you and i talk about what i think is soul searching stuff all the time and, yeah. we, and we compare notes on the observations that we've each had on this 
science experiment of life. Mm-hmm. If I could be a total douche about it. And my beaker is boiling over. <laughs> it, that cylinder has graduated, <laughs> Tyler. And I just think that it was interesting. You and I are kind of both going through a, what's the way that I want Transitionary to Transitionary period. We're going to be women, Tyler, like the Wachowski sisters. I was going to say we were going to be the gypsies of men. Uh, can't say that, Tyler. Gypsies! I am planting my flag in gypsies. Come at me! Those pronouns have been taken off the table, no, Tyler. No, gypsies is safe. What's a pronoun? So you and I were having a conversation about our... Energies. And noun that is positive. If you will, <laughs> I am anti noun. <laughs> I don't care who knows it. That's a joke for the whole family. So I think that what we need to do is, well, we don't need to do anything. I just thought you and I were kind of discussing some soul searching stuff in the thing that really stuck out to me. I'm still waiting for you to remind me of the conversation. Just, you don't remember you and I sitting in this office about an hour and a half ago talking about how we're both in kind of a funk right now? Yeah, yeah, now I do. It's all coming back to me. And I thought what was interesting is, at least on my side, what I was trying to echo to you, because a lot of times while we have these conversations, I hear myself saying stuff that I didn't really notice or, you know, think about. That's how it goes. Is that as I'm changing the way I react to my feelings, I feel a little lost. I feel lost sometimes not being able to go back to my anger or not being able to go back to my resentment. And so I'm trying to figure out what it is I'm doing. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to be a dick. I'm aware of it. But also I have all this misplaced feeling. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's um, tumultuous. And I will say that... Makes me want to kick a cat. Emotions are... Oh, do it. It's so therapeutic. Uh, Beat that pussy up. um, Emotions are chaotic. Without a doubt, emotions are chaotic. And I very much feel what you're saying and that I feel in a very lost kind of position myself in life. I'm right now, as I said, the things that I held important, especially when it came to relationships, it was always about sex. That's not important to me anymore. So now I'm like lost. I don't have this guiding star anymore. And I'm on the, on the journey to find one. Well, I do believe that a lot of mental health is you get in your boat and you sail off into the ocean and you're just hoping that there's land on the other side. I've been seasick for 20 years. And and how many of these limes can I (laughs) shove into my, I'm not going to say it. Ma. My ma. My ma, my ma, because we got scurvy. That's why they call the English limeys. Did you know that, Tyler? I did not know that. They would bring limes with them on their ships so they would not get scurvy. Limeys, Tyler. Uh, Scurvy is a vitamin C deficiency. And when I was in seventh grade, before I could ever play a musical instrument, me and some of the other kids in my class developed an imaginary band called Purple Scurvy. Never played a musical note in our lives. But I think in 90% of it is the band name. The other 10% is everything else. We're getting back together, boys. (laughs) Uh, Before we get into the show, I've got a legitimate shameful admission for you. Okay, you have my attention. I was going to tell you, I have a douche of the week and a shameful admission for this week's show. Just keep that in mind. No, I got to get this out now. It's a shameful admission uh, that I have to release. Now. I'm just letting you know now yeah. while we're talking audience about right here. Okay. Shameful admission. Fucking hate. Yeah. Shameful admission. And I'm genuinely sorry about this. And this genuine, and this really hurts me. This hurts my sternum. I Tyler Menendez. If that is your real name, if that is my real name, lost my house key again. Wow. I lost my house key again. You're like a grown baby. I am. I so am. What's the, so what's the plan here, Tyler? Not, the, not that grown. I told you, write the address, write our address on every key. So when you lose it, people will bring it back to us, Tyler. No, it's lost in the house. And I write the, f- the times that we're here in the house, write the times that we're gone, write that we always leave that back window open. 
I'm very important. <laughs> very important. Yeah, I see you put the neon always open sign right above it. I figured that <laughs> way, if we're not here, they could just come in, leave the key, and take off. You know Ryan, what I mean? I lost the house key. You're a jackass. I went and got the copy. I've lost that one too. When did you get the copy? Like two days ago. You're, Tyler, what? You're That's melting the down shameful admission. like one of those birthday candles, bro. What's going on with you, man? Yeah, so I lost both. I'm going to need to borrow yours and I'm going to make a bunch of copies. I feel bad. Let's do the show. <laughs> <laughs>